right, welcome back to Miserable and Reckless. As always, I'm Logan Sinner with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan, bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things the South. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, Apple, and give us not one, not two, not three, not four, but five stars, and leave us a good review. Jump into everybody's favorite topic, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Morgan, kick things off this week. All right. Well, I'm actually going to shake it up and go good, great, and awesome, because this has been such a great week. Um, start off the good is uh, tomorrow being Thursday I am taking a day off from work and enjoying myself laying around the house and doing nothing I'm going to go live by the pool maybe for a little bit who knows and maybe uh, some dead death and beyond I'm not sure if I have enough time yeah, we're going to find out let's see great uh, found out that our rent um, is not actually going up that much the, uh, the numbers that they put on our flyer that they put on our door to indicate each, you know, six months, 12 months, 13 months, month to month was everything included in the, in the numbers that they wrote on there, which was only going to be about $60 or less or more in rent. So it's not too bad. So it's not a, a rush to find a new place to live. So you're staying? You're not moving? Yeah, we're staying. Uh, for the record, America, Morgan hates more than anything in the world moving. Yeah, so, this I is a big, a big win in the Irby household. <clears throat> I hate, I hate moving. And then awesome, um, I got I actually got two things here. Um, Hurricanes are now three and two in the series after losing two in uh, Nashville to the referees. Um, and then also, oh geez, <clears throat> tell them, tell them the city of Raleigh gets screwed all the time. Tell them, Morgan. <laughs> And then also Brody spent the entire weekend at the pool. Um, he loved it. He didn't want to leave both both days when we left, brought him home. He just started kicking and screaming. He loves splashing around in the pool and sitting there playing with his tool toys, splashing around, had a great time. So good thing. Wait, you your pool's your pool's already open? Yeah. It opened on third uh, last Thursday. Do you have uh, this is a tangent, but do you have lifeguards at your pool? No. So is in it, the county I live in they have very, very strict rules and regulations where it can only be open from basically Memorial to Labor Day. And there must be a lifeguard ple- present, even though there's not more than five foot water in the entire pool. No one's been drowned. Which county is this? Arlington County, Virginia. Yeah, this is North Carolina. It's the land of the free. Oh. We're in many Florida right now. <laughs> <clears throat> you got a lot of people who work in D.C. who probably might drown. So I could do two <laughs> minutes on how much I hate. The lifeguarding rules, but we'll we'll leave that for my pool operating podcast at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> and just so everyone knows, breaking news: we're announcing a spinoff podcast. <laughs> Crystal, Crystal will be uh, broadcasting with him probably. So they both there you go. Lifeguarded pools. Yeah, we'll get we'll get our old friend Phil Kaminsky to come back on. He'll have a lot of opinions too. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're cool. Awesome. You had some you had some cool pictures that I appreciated that you of you with Brody and splashing around and stuff like that. It's yeah, you loved cool. it. Logan, you're supposed to tell us who goes next. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that part. My bad. So uh Ryan, yeah, next. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Take it away. Come on, man. You're supposed to be the producer here. How- Sorry, we ha- we have on over in the living room, we have uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, so I got distracted for a brief second, so I apologize to all of our many listeners each and every week. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're watching, you're watching a DC movie, not a Marvel movie? Look, man, sometimes you just have to... I mean, I mean, not, not everything has to be a home run. Sometimes you hit singles, so you watch DC sometimes. I mean, I'm just, I'm just pointing out that you're watching a DC <laughs> movie. For all the crap I've taken on this podcast about children's books. Um, anyways, my good... Uh, bad that's not actually all that bad at all and am I ugly uh, so my good first off I'll get this out of the way because it's uh, very similar not because it's not something I don't like um, it's very similar to how Morgan spent his weekend uh, I got to go hang out with my nieces on the beach they came over to hang out with me for my birthday and so I really enjoyed that a lot and that was really cool so that was definitely good for me um, this is becoming a trend uh, especially now, with them being in the same town as us, they can kind of come over and hang out. And we have a little beach in the area, and I just – I like – really like just watching them learn and just seeing the way that they entertain themselves, even if it's just picking up rocks and doing all sorts of different stuff. It's just really cool. Uh, also, speaking of getting older, um, Phil won the, <laughs> Phil Mickelson, I should 
uh, say, won the PGA Championship down in South Carolina last weekend. Uh, apparently, that's the se- second toughest in the world, and he's the oldest golfer to do so at the age of 50. So he uh, outshot Brooks Kepka and a couple of the other young guns. Um, so I guess that's a win for old guys everywhere. So uh, me and Morgan can, uh, can claim that one for the being the older guys on the podcast here. And just to piggyback off what you're saying, they interviewed him after he won, and they said this was the longest major, like yardage-wise, ever. And Phil, being typical Phil, goes, he's such a likable guy. He's like, look, to win this course, you have to hit bombs. So, Brandel, I hit bombs. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could go into some of the other interviews. First of all, I, I believe, if I remember this correctly, he, he said that with his uh, trademark shades on, which was hysterical. He didn't take his shades off for the interview. Uh, there were some other people that got interviewed afterwards as well, which was absolutely hysterical. But we're a family podcast, so we can't use the, those those words. They were exchanged. Uh, which, which which interview would you be talking about? The Brooks Kepka and um, Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> the emerging rivalry in the PGA. Google it if you would like to just Google Brooks and Bryson. There'll be a plethora of things that come up. And then, of course, the other thing is I I, have, uh, I mentioned that it was my birthday. We'll keep it short and sweet. The guys allowed me one pass for the entire year. Chase Elliott won somehow on my birthday in Austin. I don't know what the odds are that he won on my birthday. It put him in the playoffs. It was the 800th win for Chevrolet. It was the 12th for him. And they Hendrick Motorsports tied um, Richard Petty. Uh, his group with 268 wins, if I have that number correct. So uh, it was all kind of came, kind of came together. That was pretty cool. So I guess everybody can go back to hating on Bill Elliott and his kid uh, starting on what Monday of this week. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the bad. Uh, I noticed this this week. If anybody's interested in this, um, there's something called the Bad Boys of NASCAR. It's on FS1 at 4 p.m. this weekend. Uh, it's about Dale Sr. and others. It's got Tim Richmond in it. It's got Alan Kowicki, a lot of other people that we've mentioned in the past on this podcast. Um, I also noticed that uh, Mr. New Album tomorrow, or sorry, we're recording on Wednesday, uh, new album on Friday, Chase Rice makes an appearance in this. I, I have no clue how Chase Rice makes an appearance in this, but he does. Um, I do know that he worked on a pick crew in the past. So my bad of the week is the bad boys of NASCAR. That's on Saturday at 4 p.m. So I'll be looking forward to that or at least recording it. And then my ugly is, to be honest, um, and I'm not even talking crap. Uh, the Caps Bruins series was really going pretty well. There's a lot of hitting and fighting and a lot of scoring. And and there's three overtime games in a row. And then it just kind of seemed like they we went into the weekend and the series just kind of ran out of steam. And um, uh, the Bruins did win. And again, they won on my birthday, which is nice. But... To be honest, I was kind of looking forward to a little bit more action with the with the Caps and the Bruins. So we're kind of sitting around waiting for the next team to to come play. So I guess that's my ugly of the week. <laughs> All right, There's Dustin. Three. Good and the ugly. Yeah. Uh good. Um about a year ago, it was uh almost it was being reported, it was almost a foregone conclusion that Alex Ovechkin was going back to Russia at, at the end of this season. His contract's up next month. But uh, there are, it's pretty becoming pretty clear that he's going to re-sign with the Capitals and finish his career in D.C. Um, that has made my wife, who is a lifelong Caps fan, very, very happy. Um, so that's a positive. But what I also took away from that was in a recent interview he used, you'll find out. He said, we still, we still have time. As soon as we're going to do something, you'll find out. <laughs> that was That's his response good. to like, what's going on with the contract negotiations. <laughs> That's good stuff. So I appreciate it as use of you'll find out. Um, it's in our group text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the, as Morgan, uh, what, a couple years ago pointed out, you can use, yeah. you'll find out to anything doesn't matter what someone asks you i forget where we got that i forget where we got it from yeah you just it doesn't matter ask anything just respond you'll find out out. (laughs) (laughs) uh my good slash bad is uh duke's softball was eliminated from the regionals um they actually played really well um overall it was a tight series it was fun watching with uh, both my wife and my daughter. 
So the good is the program is definitely on the rise and I look forward to many years of telling Emmy, watching it with Emmy and then also uh, telling her how she's going to play softball at Duke. Um, my ugly is Hubert Davis. Uh, this week he was asked in an interview um, what to describe Duke in one word and he used two because I guess he didn't understand the question. Um, so that tells you what, they never go to class there. So he has a fake degree. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty typical. Um, and if you'd asked me to describe Carolina in one word, it would have been easy. Cheaters. Cheaters. Easy. University so, of national cheaters. It's easy. I, I don't understand how he, how he missed that question, but you know, anyway, <clears throat> wow. he used two words, not one. Apparently he didn't get it. That's my ugly. Uh, I got two words for UNC, not mathematicians. <laughs> <laughs> They're too busy reading poetry. So <laughs> I'm not responding because I can't hear you over my Chase Elliott and Bruins wins. <laughs> the birthday is over. Chase Elliott sucks. <laughs> All right. So my good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm going to start off with a um, a couple of goods mixed in one that's involved with uh, my friend group. Um, one of my best friends, he and his wife just had their first baby boy today. So shout out to them. Um, I'm excited for them. I know they're beyond excited. So happy to, uh, see everything go well, um, with their, their pregnancy and their, and their son coming into the world. I'm excited to, you know, be able to hang out with that kid over the next few years. Um, get some, get some sleep now. <laughs> yeah, he needs to. It ain't going to bother me because I'm still living my normal life. I get to be the fun guy that comes over and hangs out. But <laughs> Morgan, not now. He's missed his window. Yeah. <laughs> it's here. Oh, sorry. Then my other buddy gets married this weekend. So shout out to him. Um, I'm one of his groomsmen. It'll be my, my seventh time around as a groomsman. So I'm uh, excited for that that wedding this weekend. That should be fun. Um, so shout out to all my friends with all their uh, progressing lives and everything great going on with them. That's like, I'm giving them a shout out on the world's most listened to podcast. So can we call you seventh time? Like Jimmy Johnson? Well, uh, only until August. Cause then I'm going to be a groomsman for an eighth time. So <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they made a movie about this. Yeah, I know. I just had somebody today. It was a girl said to me today. She was like, they can make a movie about you. I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> But it, but they, I mean, it's not a guy, but they do. I yeah, twenty seven dresses, uh, I believe. It's something like that, yeah. But yeah, th- this story's been told. Um, but why do you even? You could, do you hey, even you could be that? the guy version. Flip the script, I, exactly. A, a- rods doing men's makeup just, and just rip up your man card now. You can have the <laughs> the men's movie version of this. <laughs> Morgan, to be fair, I've never seen the movie. I've only heard of I'm it. Sure, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm a like very aware time. person of pop culture. I'm, I'm still in my 20s, man. Come on, give me sure, a break. I'm sure, you, I'm, sure <laughs> also watched, I'm sure you also watched, you know, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days as well. So. Okay, I have watched that with a girl That's one time. A That's movie. a good movie. McConaughey, great actor. <laughs> I'll die on that hill. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was good. Go ahead. <laughs> Ryan says no. All right. <laughs> I was going to say, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. it, was, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> uh, second good, um, hopefully, with a caveat, hopefully they don't they don't uh, crap the bed here in the ACC tournament, but NC State's baseball team really, after starting one and eight, turned it on um, to finish the year and finished third in the conference overall, second in the Atlantic, and got the three seed in the ACC tournament won a bunch of uh, uh, weekend series as the season went on. So, like, shout out to Elliot Avent and the Wolfpack Baseball Program for what was looking like a terrible season, turning it around and peaking at the right time. Now just don't screw up in Charlotte, as is the case for the Wolfpack a lot. I'd uh, say don't, don't put your faith in the pack. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> we'll see. But uh, that was my two goods. Um, my My bad is... You know, I went to a taco restaurant here today in Raleigh and the food was fantastic, but man, it did not agree with me. So it's been kind of a rough day for me in the <laughs> stomach department. <laughs> so it's been an ongoing issue of my stomach has just felt terrible. So maybe TMI on the podcast, but it was, it was worth mentioning because it was bad. So that's my good, good and bad for this week. The realest podcast worse. in America. Better or worse than American Aquarium show. Worse because, worse because worse because that 
got done pretty quickly after the trash can caught all of the uh, the beer and the, and the milk products from the ice cream combined after Jenny told me not to. And I said, she doesn't know what she's talking about. I'm going to do it anyways. And Jenny was right. Yep. I was she was wrong. already being motherly and you weren't listening. Yep. That was Emmy's first concert. Technically, she wore that t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Sorry, not feeling well. <laughs> Good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, moving into the weekend look ahead. So uh, here's Ryan. Throw it over him for his two minutes to give us his weekly lacrosse update. Well, if you have a bathroom break, this is the time to take it. I know. <laughs> How do we start the podcast talking about like sports and music and culture, but mainly just sports? We should just change it to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ACC lacrosse update. I told you why should you care last week? There's a bunch of ACC teams in it. Well, guess what? Um, I, I hope no one's surprised that the top four teams that we've been talking about for the past three months are the top four teams that are left. It's Carolina, UVA, Duke, and Maryland. However, it was a highly entertaining weekend if anybody was watching. Um, I came we on. Weren't. Yeah, <laughs> some of us were. I got some text messages about it, all right? So I know some people were watching. You I gave us the play-by-play. We said we hope Maryland loses, and then that was it. No, it wasn't just you guys. I uh, <laughs> I wonder what I are did. worse, the lacrosse ratings or the NBA playoffs? Ooh. Well, we'll get to the NBA playoffs <laughs> shortly with the miserable and reckless problem. Damn it, this is my two minutes. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. I, you, I've not seceded. Sixty my, seconds. Yeah, fifteen or more. My two minutes. So Carolina plays UVA on Saturday. Duke at at noon, and Duke plays Maryland on Saturday at two thirty. Here's why it's interesting, though. Uh, I came on this podcast like an a-hole last week and said, oh, well, I don't know. understand why Rutgers is in the playoffs, blah, 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 blah. Well, UNC barely stopped by Rutgers. I was sweating my my ass off on Saturday. They barely won in overtime. And I thought, well, geez, we're going to be the only idiot team that goes to overtime. Nope. Duke and Maryland also snuck by in overtime, uh, winning by one goal. So for the record, if anyone's been uh, listening to this podcast, you shouldn't be surprised. And with hockey fresh on our minds, and I know a lot of people are enjoying the hockey left and right. If you like hockey overtime, you'll like lacrosse overtime because it's faster. You got to wait around for about five minutes and somebody scores in 17 seconds and then somebody's season's over. It's brutal. I mean, it's not fun to uh, – my team's still in it. So it's not fun to lose that way. But uh, my goodness, is it brutal. Uh, so that's on on Saturday between 12 and 4, basically. So uh, hopefully uh, we get a Carolina Duke finish. That'd be kind of interesting. I don't think anyone wants to see Maryland play UVA. That's it. That was my team on lacrosse. I'm sorry I bored everyone to tears. Let's move <laughs> on to something really exciting like NC State baseball. All right. So moving into, you heard the man, moving into <laughs> ACC baseball. The ACC tournament started this week. Um, we're in the pool play part where um, just kind of give somebody, a, a give everybody a rough, outline of how it works you separate it into four different pools three different teams the top four seeds basically just have to win one game as their reward for being a top four seed they move on to the semis so um i know that the teams off the top of my head that are eliminated are the university of national cheaters from chapel hill yeah not eliminated yet you have to beat Pitt tomorrow we talked about this prior no you, you're UNC, unc is eliminated are we positive of this? I'm 100%. UNC's gone. It's between Pitt and State from that pool. All right. Well, fine. Yeah. And I'm not voting this the toughest pool anymore. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Florida State's eliminated. And then I don't know about Pool A because I haven't been following between Notre Dame, UVA, and Tech. So Morgan might have to tell me who won there. Uh, Notre Dame's uh, blanket at uh, Virginia Tech today for nothing. Okay. But who won the first game between uh, UVA and, and Tech? I have no yeah. idea. UVA won. Okay, so Texas won too then. By the rule. So that means that Dustin and I are the only ones alive in Charlotte in the ACC tournament. Right. So, And our bet is still going on because if everybody remembers from last week, I took State in a dumb bet because, you know, I um, have to bet with the alma mater. Took alma. State against the field. Dustin took the field. So I'm still alive. We'll keep you updated until I'm not. But State beats Pitt on Thursday. They move forward. If they lose to Pitt, they just have to beat UNC, and then they move forward to go into the semi. So we'll see what happens. I'm alive regardless because I got the field. That's true. Can I give props <laughs> to Duke. Didn't Duke spank? Was it Florida State or Miami? Twelve to one. 
Florida State and Duke has won nine straight. Like uh, they've really been playing good baseball lately. I mean, they have a good coach and they've had a solid program in the last few years. So shout out to Duke for for you know, after being what sixteen and seventeen a week or two ago and last in the coastal, they are really making some noise in Charlotte right now. Yeah, they're. I mean, I won't get too into it, but about six years ago, seven years ago, they hired the current coach, and the program's been on a positive trajectory ever since. He basically said best program in the country is Vanderbilt. We're very similar schools. We can do the same thing. And he's been building it in the same way. Um, and they've had some good, they've been in a couple of super regionals in the past few years. Um, they're, it's a very positive trajectory for the program. So yeah. Um, I'm, I'm happy to see them doing well. I'm not expecting them to win the tournament, but make a little noise and use that momentum rolling in next year. Yeah, so we'll keep you updated on ACC baseball play over the uh, next week, let you know how things shake out this weekend. Um, I'll turn it over to Ryan for the uh, next part of the weekend look at sports-related, of course. We're doing the miserable and reckless rivalry updates. Is that what we're doing here? All right, so your Canes, right? Technically, Morgan's Canes, too. Recently recently separated, we'll call it that way, (laughs) from the Canes. They're uh, one game up. They're one game. What was that? Consciously, consciously decoupled from the Hurricanes, to use the old Chris Martin yes. terminology. Uh, they're up one game on the Preds. I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch the third period of overtime last night of the Predators. But uh, I see the Smash car looks pretty pretty beat up outside the uh, old Bridgestone Arena. And uh, Ryan Ellis is is still making plays. I know he's still annoying everyone in Raleigh. So. If you guys, I'll turn it over to you because you're ahead in the series. If you'd like, you get 60 seconds to complain about the referees. Go ahead. Morgan, go take ahead, it away. Morgan. No, you, you go ahead. You got it, man. Please. No, nah, man, I, I do enough complaining about the referees. All I'm going to say is that that two trips in Nashville, two double overtime games, and both of them went against us. The city of Raleigh is cursed in sports, and I will stand by that until somebody wins a championship again. Um, I know the Canes won in 06, and State hasn't won since, you know, you know what, 83. So we're, we're a cursed city. Hopefully the, Can- the Canes stand the best chance of anyone to win something of significance in this town. But uh, it was good to see, you know, Jordan Stahl get that, uh, that overtime goal and get the win for a 3-2 series lead heading back to Nashville for Thursday night's game. I do have one complaint, though. It's a freaking 9.30 p.m. Come on, man. Like, seriously. Like, that's too late. I'm not going to be able to stay up late enough to watch that. Central time. You got to remember that the fans there in central time. Is it central time? It is. Nashville is. Is the game at central time, though, on TV? So it would be... Eight if it's on 30, then it would be on at 8 30 for Nashville. So people gotta get get there for from no, work. It's it's uh, 9 30 on TV. Yeah, so, so it's 8 30 for now. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like for me though, I'm, I don't care about the people in Nashville. I care about myself. Yeah. <laughs> and when it comes to me watching the game and what's happiest for me, like, it's 9 30, and that's a long game. game. The game should start seven and the people in Nashville. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, sorry. This still, is if, East Coast bias in America, people. All the goodwill that hey, we had if, from if having Morgan buddy on. <laughs> Sorry, if Morgan. You're, if, if, you're st- if you're still at work or on, on interstate, that's not my problem. <laughs> you know, turn it on, on ESPN in the cars. Yeah, AM channel 600 or something. I don't know. Yeah, you have the radio. See, you can listen on your way on your commute. Morgan's it, only saying this because he, <laughs> Morgan can't only saying this because he can't stay up past 930 anymore. He's shaking his head no that he can't. <laughs> I, my body shuts down. The worst part is I'm complaining, but I'm off of work on Friday because of the wedding. So I really have no reason not to stay up and watch it. <laughs> exactly. You're under 30. You're single and no kids. I don't want to hear it. Do you guys have an honest prediction? <sighs> yeah. Honest prediction? They're going to win. Okay. I have an honest prediction because I predicted us to lose game uh the, the game in raleigh last night i'm i'm a battered fan um when it comes to no sports because of the washington redskins and the nc state Wolfpack and the atlanta braves so i'm predicting a loss close game maybe another overtime game a loss nope. in nashville heading back to raleigh and then maybe squeak out a win there to advance but until my team of any sport wins anything of significance i never 
really want to say that they're going to 100% win. They're going to win. Hey, don't worry. Apple's going to change that when they move to Raleigh. And not only Apple, but uh, also Amazon and Nike. They're going to ruin my city. So There you go. You're on the upswing. Hey, if I couldn't <laughs> buy a house before, I definitely can't do it now. You ain't Maybe lying, NC brother. State can get some of them cool jerseys at Oregon and some of those other fun schools. Have. Yeah, oh. that would work if we weren't in a contract with Adidas. Speaking of cheaters. Oh. <laughs> Moving right along. Morgan, do you have any more predictions about the Nets Celtics? I have a prediction. It's market smart. We'll keep it uh, at least respectable in this series. Since your team doesn't play any defense, we'll score 100. Uh, the problem is you guys will score 173 because you have James Harden, Kyrie, Flatter, Irving. And uh, what's the other one on your team? Oh, yeah, Kevin Durant. Uh, the latest super team. Ooh. Yeah, other than that. Gotta love when three guys get together and I hate I hate super teams. So do I as a Celtics fan from 2008. I really hate big threes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk because Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen got together. But do you have a prediction? You think they'll win? Um, do we win I a think, game? I think Celtics will win game three, honestly. Just because after the after last night's performance, I turned on the TV. I was like, 70, it was like 73 to 42. I was like, okay, well, this game's over. But I mean, it really was like this. There's just no way. And then Marcus Smart's hitting, you know, trying his, trying his heart out. Really, everyone else, is, out. everyone else is on the bench playing Fortnite, probably. Like, hey, man, the game's over. Just come sit down. Like, ah, oh, man, I'm going to get my points. For people in America that may or may not care, the reason, again, why we're going over this is because Morgan and I have both watched a lot of Celtics games in the past. Marcus Smart is one of my favorite players on the Celtics. Marcus Smart. In recent memory, Marcus Smart. And Was uh, was, was it Oklahoma State? Yeah. And he was he was trying his heart out last night. He had six three pointers in a row when they're down 30, and he's trying to get the troops back together. And Morgan texted me like, and I'm just like, I, I appreciate the text, buddy, but I know who your wife works for. We're getting blown out. It is what it is. So I, I doubt they win a game here. So congrats to Crystal. I'm glad she finally made it, you know, out of the tortured city of Raleigh and to a winning team. So congrats. Congrats on your four-game sweep. I mean, of- to be fair, they haven't won anything yet. <laughs> yeah. And watch uh-huh. this be the year that the sure. Hurricanes go back to the to Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> yeah. If you guys missed there, is I was reverse jinxing both teams. But. <laughs> and when Chris Crystal said, and when because she left, <laughs> all possible. Hey, enough NBA talk. Let's move yeah. on. All right, yep. moving into our Dallin Farm segment of this week, where we update everyone on the minor league baseball teams that we have all attached ourselves to: Ryan Angle with the Nashville Sounds, Morgan Irby with the Durham Bulls, me, yours truly, Gwyneth Stripers. And Dustin with the Norfolk Tides. So far, the standings are Nashville Sounds 13-5 in first place. The Durham Bulls 13-6 in second. Gwinnett 10-9 in third. And Norfolk is 5-14 uh, in fourth. And that's just here on the podcast. That's not in the uh, the standings as a whole. That's just because we only care about ourselves on Miserable and Reckless. That's just the standings that matter. And so I'm going to throw it over. <laughs> I have to give another two minutes to Ryan to brag about what his team did. So I cede the floor to Ryan for his Nashville Sounds winning streak. All right, go ahead. It won't take two minutes. The Sounds took took six straight. Six, one, two, three, four, five, six in a row straight from Logan's Gwinnett Stripers last week. Six in a row. So uh, I'd just like to point out that's why we're at the top of the standings. But to make it a little bit better, Logan, because I know me and you share a uh, appreciation for this fellow. I found out today that on next Thursday, there's a rock and jock celebrity softball game. It has America's favorite Terry Bradshaw in it. It also has Barry Zito, former sound, and now a musician. And it has uh, one of our favorites, Riley Green, Mr. Numbers on the Cars. Yep. So, <laughs> um, the game does benefit Folds of Honor. Uh, for those that don't know, it is Memorial Day weekend. Folds of Honor provides uh, educational scholarships to children of like the America's fallen soldiers, disabled service members, stuff like that. So it goes to a good cause. Uh, if anyone's in the Nashville area and has made it through us, uh, basically just trashing their, uh, their, their time of day and, and their, and their highways coming home, maybe you should go out and, uh, check out the game and hopefully it's a good time. So 
sounds six straight, cool softball game, cool people at it. That's that's my sounds update. All right. Well, up until the Canes hopefully get past the Predators, I'm not going to say anything positive about the city of Nashville. After that, <laughs> I can be back on good terms with them. But after a six straight over the Stripers and the Predators against the Canes right now, you know, it's more like Trashville, if you ask me. But <laughs> <laughs> all right. So moving right along to a brand new segment. Again, throw it back to Ryan to introduce the Southern Spotlight. Well, we kind of came up with this together, right? So the uh, the idea here is how could we, we've joked in the past about this, but we do a lot of sports. How can we come up with something that's cultural or how can we come up? If people are listening to this, they may want to find out a little something more about us or they may want to find out a little something more. We've had Brett on in the past when he's talking about the Kentucky Derby and he kind of launched into where he could go get a decent drink down in Capitol Hill. Like that's that's kind of the idea. Bring some expertise or something interesting to the podcast that isn't just us talking about minor league standings you can look up yourself right there's some fun there but so that's kind of why we're trying to do this we figured rotation once a month it's got to be southern and it's got to be a business a bar a commodity maybe it's somebody that makes something or does something or and each of us gets a shot at it so logan it's your pick this week where are you going southern spotlight yeah, so like for all of our listeners that have been with us from the very beginning, know that I hold a very special affinity for the city of Raleigh in my heart. And everybody knows that all four of us have an appreciation for barbecue. So it was only natural that the inaugural Southern Spotlight, especially if I am the one that's going to be highlighting it, is going to be Clyde Cooper's Barbecue. Clyde Cooper's Barbecue is a spot that is a staple in the city of Raleigh, in downtown Raleigh off of South Wilmington Street. It's been here since 1938, and it has had a lot of famous people within the city come through there. If you walk in there, you've got Coach K, signed photographs, Scotty McCreary, Roy Williams too, but um, lots of like famous people that have come through. Um, that it's, just a, it's just a good old country, like southern restaurant that has fried chicken, barbecue, Brunswick stew, collard greens, you know, the whole nine when it comes to fine southern cuisine, in my view. So it's one of those things that um, the first time I had it, um, so Dustin and Jenny had up until the pre-pandemic times, um, they, for the last few years, have come down here for, as we've talked about, Road Trip to Raleigh to see American Aquarium. So we would always like make a stop in at Clyde Cooper's one evening for dinner. And Clyde Cooper's, I've, if anybody ever comes to this city, um, and you, you have to, you can't go on a Sunday because they're closed. Because like I said, it's a southern restaurant. And on top of that, they close at six. So you have to make your plans to be able to go for lunch or an early dinner uh, and make sure it's not on a Sunday on your way out of town. But you definitely need to stop in at this place, get some good barbecue, good fried chicken. You could pass on the Brunswick stew because it's probably not their best dish there, but their collard greens are fantastic. Mac and cheese is good. And you go in there and it's like you have these uh, older Southern women waiting on you, calling you sugar and darling. And there's always a certain appeal about things like that. But, you know, it's reasonably priced. Um, up until recently, it was only cash only, but now they are now accepting cards. So that's a that's a new development in the Clyde Cooper history here in Raleigh. But definitely have to recommend this place if you want some good Eastern North Carolina-style barbecue, some good fried chicken, and uh, service with a smile from people here in down home in the South in Raleigh, North Carolina. Can't tell you enough, I recommend Clyde Cooper's Barbecue. The fried chicken, really, really good. I think it's as good, if not maybe even better than the barbecue. That's a fair statement, too. Fried chicken is definitely, I think, better than barbecue. The barbecue is good, but the fried chicken is fantastic. Barbecue is good. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Logan, when I come down for the Triangle Music Fest and everything else that we're apparently doing in 36 hours, can we please not go to Beasley's? Because I've been there three times and we've walked past Clyde Cooper's every single time. Oh, 100%. Trust me, Beasley's is good, but uh, Clyde Cooper's is better. So definitely we'll go to Clyde Cooper's. Beasley's is the nice, yuppie, overpriced place when you can go to the cheaper Clyde Cooper's right next door. Pretty much. I'm not crap talking to either one of them. I just, I would like to go to, I would like to go try out the one as opposed to doing the other one for the fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I have a whole plethora of barbecue restaurants in this city that I can recommend to people. This was just the first and most prominent because of its history within the city that I wanted to highlight. Next time it comes back around to me, I will make sure that I make sure everyone's aware of all the great barbecue joints here in Raleigh, North Carolina. But the first one you should check out is Clyde Cooper's. 
All right. So moving into the next segment, uh, we are bringing back once again towards the end of the month, as we're going to do from here on out, the song of the month. It's a segment where Ryan and I both pick one song a piece. I pick one, he picks one, then we collaborate on one that we want to highlight and have all of you folks out there, all the good folks out there that we're looking out for, looking out for here on Miserable and Reckless uh, to listen to some good music. So I'm going to throw it over to Ryan to introduce his song of the month. Yeah, I'll keep this quick. It's a, uh, I wanted to go away from this. I texted Logan a couple different times. Look, the pools are opening. It's summertime. Nobody needs a sad song. Nobody needs a heartbreaker tune. So I found this band called, I hope I'm saying this right, Emuji? I-M-U-G-I. The name of their song is Swimming. If this isn't a song, we've already covered this earlier in the podcast. People are out swimming. They're splashing around. They're having a great time. This song is so Southern, I went to the Southern Hemisphere. I didn't know this band was from New Zealand, but it makes sense. I like a lot of other bands from down there, too. It's a chill song about floating through life. There's some surprising song song lyrics in there about addiction. So that's kind of on brand, I guess. We're drinking and partying too much. But at the end of the day, it's a really chill song. It's about floating through life. It's about swimming in a pool. Emoji swimming. That's my May pick, especially with the pools reopening. All right, so just to do a complete 180 from that, I... (laughs) I, Once I heard the name, I was just like, oh my goodness, where did he find these people? (laughs) I did not pick anything chill or happy or fun to listen to in the pool. I felt uh, like I needed to highlight some of my favorite music, and that is, as everyone probably could guess, Bummer Jams, because sad songs make me happy. I picked a Texas rock artist out of a Texas music scene named Austin Mead. The song is called Lying to Myself. It has a music video that accompanies it that definitely you need to watch because it's really funny. It also kind of helps illustrate the, the point of the song a little more. But it's basically a song about this guy who is lying to himself about this about this girl that he you know was interested in. He thought she was interested in him, but apparently she's not. And he's kind of like it's it's a song about being jaded it's a song about you know kind of like having enough of you know living in fantasy land and thinking that she likes you when she really doesn't and the music video is really funny because he starts off at like austin mead's last two music videos have taken place in a bowling alley in brenham texas and there's this guy sitting at the bar of the bowling alley and every time he hits on a girl, he slowly, another article of his clothing turns into a clown article. So by the end of the uh, music video, he is a full-on clown, which is indicative of the metaphor of he's making himself out to be a clown by continuing to pursue this woman, when in reality, she is not interested. And there's this one scene in the music video where he walks down the stairs. If anyone's seen the Joaquin Phoenix movie, Joker, where he's uh, going down the, the stairs in that iconic scene, he's doing that going to the bathroom. <laughs> at the bowling alley and he does the DX WWF crotch chop one time, which, you know, have to bring that up. That's a funny little Easter egg, but the lyrics to the song are, are pretty spot on with what it's like to be in that situation where, you know, been lying to myself again, you know, I don't feel it anymore. And, you know, they're in the second verse, he's talking about how, you know, he, he's just not trying like he did before, but, it's definitely one of those songs that's relatable for most people. And the music video kind of adds a comic relief aspect to a heavy song. So I think that it's definitely one that um, everybody should check out because guess what? Like I said, sad songs make me happy and they should you too. So <laughs> throw it over to Ryan for our collaboration for him to give his first take on the uh, Logan and Ryan collab pick for Song of the Month. All right. So last month we went with Morgan Wade, Wilder Days. Um, and that was a really easy one for us to pick. And I feel like we had a couple choices this month. We kind of went back and forth on. Um, I feel like we kind of knew this one from the beginning, right, Logan? Yeah. Kind of like screwed around and tried to throw some other stuff in there. It's Lainey Wilson's Sunday Best. Um, For those that have listened to any of these podcasts, uh, this probably fits me and Logan pretty well. Uh, (laughs) uh, So... Uh, the name of the song again is Sunday Best. It's by an artist named Lainey Wilson. Uh, long story short, uh, apparently she moved to, as Logan's calling it, Trashville, Tennessee, after graduating high school and recorded music in a camper trailer that she lived in for three years. She parked it beside a recording studio belonging to her friend, and this led to her independent album that she released back in 2016. Um, it uh charted on Billboard, and that led to her touring with Morgan Whalen. And uh, I'm saying his name right, right? Morgan Whalen. That's what I thought. 2019. 
And then in uh, early Singer February, of country ass shit. <laughs> my daughter's favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> and then in uh, and then in February 2020, right before COVID, she performed at Grand Old Opry. So this isn't some small town city girl. She's she's well, on the way up, and uh, she put out a hell of an album this year. And Sunday Best is one that definitely stood out to both of us. Look, the long and short of this, we've talked at length in the past about the Saturday night, Sunday morning dichotomy. Uh, let's just let's just cut to the chase. She's sitting in a in a car. She, I, I believe, the lyrics are "back road paper sack and marble reds drinking in my Sunday best." Um, go look it up. Uh, she's a little too hungover to go into the Church of Christ. Okay, and there's a reason why. Um, I'm going to make you all go look it up. Uh, trust me, I've been there a few too many times. Uh, virtual church during COVID has been nice because there's been a few too many times that I've logged in and I've been way too hungover to pay attention in person. So uh, uh, for the record, Laney Wilson, there is virtual church. If you want to try that out, you can smoke your Marlboro Reds and you can you can drink out of your sack. But um, I'm pretty sure that uh, she's heartbroken over something else. So I would encourage people to go look it up. To be honest, uh, we're also putting together a Spotify playlist. We did this last month. So we'll just keep adding to the playlist every month. Um, go check it out. Uh, see what you guys think. Let us know songs that we should check out, artists we should check out. Um, me and Logan, for sure, are super into music. Uh, I know Dustin and Morgan tend to kind of stay in their older ways, but trust us, all of us are, are, are really into music. So we really do actually look forward to getting recommendations about this kind of stuff. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Unless, Logan, you want something. Have I, have I missed anything? No, I mean... No, I think you covered most of it. I mean, the, the cool thing about the song is like sonically, I mean, it's obviously country, but it also has kind of a funky vibe to it. Um, kind of in, in my mind, this might be a bad comparison, but I think kind of like an updated um, 2021 version of a little bit of a vibe that Jerry Reed used to give off in the 70s. Kind of has like a funky kind of uh, uh, vibe to it. But I mean, you know, it's like I said, this song kind of struck me because it's I, I like sad songs. I like songs about heartbreak. And, you know, she's saying I don't feel like hallelujah with the aching in my chest. And anytime you're talking about, you know, drinking out of a paper sack with some uh, cowboy killers, the Marlboro Reds, and you can't make it in a church because you just feel too broken down. And because uh, the life just beats you down, because that, that's kind of what happens sometimes. Let's not act like uh, Gary Allen said it best. Life ain't always beautiful. So this song kind of <laughs> encapsulates that. And, you know. It's it's a jam. You definitely should check it out. Lenny Wilson's a cool check who I believe she's from Louisiana and she got her start doing um, uh, Hannah Montana impersonations when she was in high school and um, got paid to do that while driving around. She had like, I believe it was a Camaro was her first car and she bought it and then a cop pulled her over and it turns out the person she bought it from had a illegal gun in the back, in the trunk of her car. So she's basically lived the country song in a lot of ways. And the uh, the cool thing is to her manager at, uh, I believe it's Red Light Management, big time management company in Nashville for across all genres, is um, a girl who I went to school with at NC State and had a lot of classes with. You sit beside her um, back then. So um, I don't get, don't get me wrong. I've tried to get her on this show, but they are not returning my emails at the moment. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's a cool connection there, but definitely check out Lainey Wilson. Her last record was fantastic. Sunday best, especially check that out. We're going to have that on the playlist for this week's collab song of the month. Maybe since we picked her song of the month, she'll come on the podcast. Hopefully so. I mean, when she gets this kind of recognition, how she, how could she not? It's the question I have. <laughs> if it doesn't work we'll just go to nashville and go to our house and record right that'll That's work right. i mean we could always record out on like the the sidewalk on public property and then be like hey laney come on out come on out that's how she got her big break so yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> that's how we went to prison in trashville exactly all right, moving into the next topic this month. I mean, obviously this weekend, big holiday, um, Memorial Day. So I'm gonna turn it over to the guys, kind of, you know, talk about Memorial Day. I don't know. That's a that's a lot to dive into, right? So generally, we're all at Pine Haven. Uh, we've talked about Pine Haven in the past. It's our buddy's place. Um, sometimes it's within driving distance for some of us. Sometimes it's not. There's racing this weekend. There's a Memorial Day 600, which is the longest NASCAR race. Um, and it's 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 all the hoopla down in Charlotte that, that's a company that I, I don't need to wax poetic about NASCAR. Let's just say that 
if you want to watch an NASCAR race, it's the longest race. It's the race where they pay the most attention to America, the troops. Um, they go through a lot of different stuff and it's the home race for a lot of these race car drivers. So they get a chance to be at home with their families. Um, it's also the Indy 500. Uh, this year will be the first time that Jimmy Johnson been at, uh, racing in the Indy 500. Um, and it's consistently been this weekend. Um, we've joked in the past, Morgan, I think, I think we jumped the gun on this, but the pools are open. Um, so I know my pool opens this weekend, Dustin, I'm not sure about yours, but sounds like Morgan's leading the charge into the, into the breach. Well, he is the social chair. I'm not sure what he did to get his pool open down there. I'm going to need to find out his ways. All I can say is like the meme says, tell me you're rich without telling me you're rich. You guys have pools, man. It must be nice. <laughs> you you've stayed in this apartment building before. I'm not rich. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I'm just I'm impressed by Morgan both lowering his rent and getting the pool open sooner. He's he's a lot more uh, persuasive than I give him credit for. He's wielding a lot of political power over there. <laughs> the, they don't know the full me yet, but they will. <laughs> you guys have any other thoughts from Memorial Day? No, I mean, I, you guys have really gone in the past. Or... I mean, we usually, you know, a, a portion of us often end up at the bay uh, down in Virginia um, having a good time. And that's that's kind of been a, our tradition off and on for over a decade now. Um, but beyond that, you know, it's kickoff summer. I mean, I know it's, uh, in many ways it's that the military part of it, the veteran part of it gets lost sometimes. And that this really gets to kick off to the, what everyone considers the best part of the year, summertime, traveling, taking vacations, you know, going to see families, um, kids not being in school when that was a, apparently, you know, you know, in a non-pandemic year. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a fun time of year. Uh, it's always exciting. It it's as exciting as Labor Day is depressing because when that's your sort of like it's over with, and now we got to get ready for winter time. Yeah. I, I have no traditions for this, this weekend. I, I try to do something fun, but you know, it just all depends. Most of the time we end up at the lake or the beach. This year I've got wedding stuff, so I'm not going to be there. I might go back to Lake Gaston for Sunday, Monday. Just uh, go out on the lake, hang out with some friends that are still back there. But, you know, as the years have gone on, the um, availability of friends uh, to be able to do things on the weekends with the guys has dwindled. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. It gets worse. It can't get much worse. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, living down here, people get married a little earlier than they do in y'all's area. So I think I'm I'm hitting right now what you guys hit in your early 30s. So, <laughs> Logan, there's such a thing as a companion pass and uh, Southwest Miles. You can, you, can just, you can just fly wherever you need to fly, okay, buddy? <laughs> if you need to come up here, if you need to, you know, if you need to get out for a little bit, if you need to come see an Orioles game or something, you just, you just, you just let us know. Not going to lie, man. Even if it just means us sitting there watching Friday Night Lights in Annapolis and pulling out Jen out of her sock, I'm down. <laughs> hey, careful. You're going to get Morgan all hot and bothered, too. Friday Night Lights and Jen. <laughs> Count me in. I'm down. <clears throat> I'm down. <laughs> all right. Well, we've been beating around the bush. Look, um, I, I kind of have talked about the guys in the past on this, and Feels like I've been talking a lot on this podcast, but Memorial Day is important to me. Um, without going into it too much, too deeply, um, I knew some people in the Navy uh, who have personally given their lives uh, in the act of service or whatever you want to call it, in the act of duty. Um, so this, this, and it's 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 right around the time I celebrate my anniversary with my wife, and it's right around the time I celebrate my birthday, and so therefore it's kind of this little bittersweet moment in between those two events and depending on the way it falls. Um, usually I'm with friends. And so it's a reminder of what friends mean to me. And at the same time, it's a reminder of what I don't have anymore with some of those friends. And so that's an important thing. Um, that's my personal experience though. 
Uh, I would say that the last year has shown us a lot about what uh, in our country we can like and dislike, and I'll leave it at that. Um, we see a lot of people out kind of speaking their minds, whether it's on the internet or in the street or whatever. Um, really, the only reason why we have to do any of this is because, and you guys don't need to be preached out if you listen to this, but um, it's because people set aside what they wanted to do, their desires and their time and their families and their whatever, even even their uh, their dreams. And then they literally went out and served for others. So I know oftentimes, especially on this podcast, we talk about selfishness or self-centeredness and we kind of do it jokingly. But to me, it's a refreshing reminder of what selflessness on a large scale can help create or maintain for people, whether it's a country or otherwise, that people may not even ever know. So whether you're talking about essential workers or anything else that have happened over the past year, you may not even know what's going on or the scale that they may have served at. So uh, I know it's a socially acceptable thing to do to stand up and cheer and salute and whatnot, but maybe this weekend, I guess, and maybe I get preachy here, but maybe focus on what it means to put aside what you want for someone else, or at least just consider doing it for a split second to see how hard it might be for 30 seconds to not do exactly what it is that you want to do or not grab that last piece of steak or whatever and think about somebody else and, and then think about what that might be over a duration of a nine month or 10 month period of time or something like that. in a, in a not so great place, it's kind of an interesting thought. It's a bittersweet holiday for me personally, but um, at the same time, I also really enjoy going to the pool. I really enjoy the blue angels flying through earlier this week in Annapolis. I really enjoy a lot of the other different aspects of it. So look, I'm not, I'm not up on my soapbox too much. So, <laughs> and to be quite honest, I'm a, I'm going to get real excited if we get to go down to the Bay next year because uh, Memorial day at the Bay, it's been two years missing at this point so uh, oh yeah it's fun time without inviting myself down there too much hopefully i can i can get together and see some buddies and enjoy that all right on that note that's this episode of miserable and reckless as always i'm logan sitting here with ryan morgan and dustin and we will see you next week (laughs) 